The Small Business Administration is trying the competition approach to create programs that will train workers for the jobs needed by employers. It's called the Match Pilot Competition. Joining me with How It Works, SBA Acting Administrator Chris Pilkerton. Mr. Pilkerton, good to have you on. Thank you so much for having me, Tom. I really appreciate it. First of all, tell us the goals of this program, because I thought SBA had lots of training types of programs for matching people and job skills, but not enough? So the way the SBA works is we seek to help folks start, expand, and grow their business. And what we're seeing in this booming economy is that unemployment is at an all-time low. And more than 5.8 million jobs have been created since the president's election. So we have a lot of opportunity in the workforce. And we speak to industry associations and to companies and to a person, the most important and the most uh, significant issue they're facing is how do we get skilled workers into these jobs? So what the SBA took a look at was how can we play a role in that on the workforce side? And the match competition is just one way that we're seeking to address it. We also need to look at this in the modern economy. So maker spaces, uh, as you may know, and they cover a whole variety of different types of definitions, include things that are sort of like incubators, but essentially they are locations where folks can work side by side to learn a particular skill. And usually they offer all kinds of different skills. So, for example, one makerspace that we've seen in the past uh, was originally set up to give folks access to things like 3D printers and laser cutters for their actual business. What that kind of morphed into was a lot of construction-related and textile-related activity where people were asking for more and more access, and not just access to these printers, but access to people that could train them how to use these things. And typically what happens is, one, you have entrepreneurs that can utilize some of these facilities to help run and grow their business. But then the other piece of it is you've got folks that want to learn how to use this equipment, and they can then be those skilled workers that these entrepreneurs need to grow. And the SBA obviously plays a role in that, not just for programs like this, but over time, obviously, we have SBA loans. We uh, oversee small business government contracting. So workforce development and entrepreneurialism go hand in hand. Sure. So in many ways, it sounds almost like a 21st century version of the apprentice type of approach. It's exactly right. I think what we need to do in this economy is certainly be creative so we could take advantage of all of the opportunity that's out there. So Makerspace is the M in the match program that you are launching. And how does the whole competition idea work here as opposed to simply grants to different makerspaces? The, uh, the way we've approached it is through a competition. And as I mentioned before, the creativity is key to this. And by setting it up as a competition, it gives the applicants much more flexibility in what they're trying to do and what they can do. And at the SBA, we see all kinds of different industries and all kinds of different businesses. But what we want to ultimately accomplish is say, look, we may not know the answers to everything that are out there, so we want to give folks the chance to put forward new and creative ideas. Now, there are some requirements in the actual application, and you can see that if you go to sba.gov match. Um, but we really want folks to, to be free to be creative about what they're going to try to do. Now, as far as folks that have questions about what they can do and and how to proceed going forward, 
We do have an FAQs document, and we've gotten some questions that have come through the website, and that's going to be a living document for us. We want to continue to update that. Now, the application period is open until July 8th, and we've already gotten a number of applications, so we're excited. You know, we just started last week. It's a pilot um, competition, but we're looking to really address all kinds of industries under the sun, you know, so whether it's manufacturing or food or healthcare. Um, all kinds of different things. We really want to keep it open and find out what entrepreneurs need and what kind of training folks need. And, and I mentioned the training because that's an incredibly important part of this, and this is probably one of the more unique things about it. It's not just the, what they call the, the hard skills of that actual job qualification, but it's also the soft skills, uh, the ability for folks to really kind of learn um, interpersonal activity in you know, their job situation, uh, the ability to really follow directives and things like that. You know, there's an example of uh, a survey was taken years ago by some of the, the large kind of celebrity chefs. And the top 10 qualities that they looked for in people that work for them weren't necessarily culinary skills. It wasn't about chopping or tasting or anything like that. But it was the ability to work with a team and the ability sure. to follow direction. Um, and so these are just an incredibly important piece of it. So those two components will ultimately result in folks being placed in particular jobs. Now, it's not a requirement that, you know, you say, okay, company A is going to hire these people that come through your training facility, but we're really encouraging folks to be able to make connections into their communities because we just don't want to train people Got for it. training's sake. We want to train them to a particular position. We're speaking with Chris Pilkerton, acting administrator of the Small Business Administration. If I'm a makerspace and I'm training people in a particular craft needed locally, whether it's culinary related or fixing engines or whatever the case might be, what do I receive if I am accepted by the competition? So we've got different levels within the competition. The entire pilot is a million dollars, but we've set it up into three different areas. And this is based on feedback that we've gotten from a number of the makerspaces that are out there and, and the experts that are out there. The first is what we're calling quote, the seed level, which is up to $25,000 to seed small workforce development programs. Some folks don't need you know, a huge amount to really advance their cause. A second group is a proof of principle. So that's up to $100,000 to grow an existing program for folks that really have a proven history of really training and providing for workforce development. And then the last group is up to 200,000. And that's really where you're scaling something that exists. You've demonstrated a very successful level of training, but also placing folks. And with respect to the maker spaces, are they privately operated? Are they nonprofit? How do they come together and come into existence? Sure. So the term maker space is very generally defined. So you're going to have a combination of both nonprofit and then um, private sector folks that run these. But what we're going to be encouraging folks to do is to take advantage of their state resources, as well as some of the resource partners that SBA works with. The SBDC's uh, SCORE, which is an organization of retired executives, so that folks can learn or develop business plans or things of that nature. Because at the end of the day, the SBA, as you mentioned, has a tremendous amount of resources, and we want to play a key role in this process. And what are the principal criteria for SBA in handing out the awards in the competition? Is it placement rates or, or what? So what we want to do in any pilot, you want to ensure that it's successful. 
So we want to look at the ability for these maker spaces to actually train to a skill, the relationship that they've ultimately developed with a company that will um, seek some sort of placement for these folks, and then really for them to be able to, to make good on what they say that they're able to do. Chris Pilkerton is acting administrator of the Small Business Administration. Thanks so much for joining me. Tom, thank you so much. And we encourage folks once again to go to sba.gov slash match to apply. Find a link to more about the competition and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Listen to the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Hi, it's Kristen. Did you know that not doing things is easier than doing them? There's a lot of things to do, especially this time of year. But when you don't do things, there's more time to do things. Does that make sense? What I mean is when you use Shipt to get everything from gifts to groceries delivered same day, you have more time for the things you want to do. To not do things so that you can do other things, visit Shipt.com slash holiday. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash holiday.